Welcome to Inside the Male Mind, the podcast that examines how and why men do the things that they do. I'm Jasmine Butler, and I'll be your host as we convert data into insight. This podcast is a companion to InsideTheMaleMind.com, where we conduct and post the results of anonymous surveys related to various topics, dating, social issues, or just life in general. The Inside the Male Mind podcast is a roundtable discussion with the goal of examining the way men really think. I'm here with the guys from One Track Mind for another episode of Inside the Male Mind, and they're going to introduce themselves. Crazed African, MC Crispy E, Black Doug, HB, Mr. Cointel Pro. All right. Glad to see you guys again. Appreciate it. And um, the question that I'm posing to you guys today is, if you had a daughter, what would be the most important thing that you'd want her to know about men? I don't know. This is actually not a non-thought-provoking question that you just blurted out man from now that I'm thinking about it. What would I want my daughter to know about men specifically? That's the thing, is if, if it's specific to men, you have to really cater your answer. Well, because you want your daughter to know something about humanity or humans. Okay. But I guess there is very specific things to know about men. I'm gonna I have an answer. Okay, great. Well, what I would want my daughter to know about men is when they first approach her, she better not be fooled in thinking that they're thinking anything past getting in her pants first and everything is secondary and she should also know there will never be anyone that's got her back like her father and i would crush him <laughs> i don't necessarily agree with what hb said about uh men having one thing on their mind uh when they approach them i guess it would depend on the age at some point that's in the back of the mind but you know right now if i was looking for a relationship i don't know if that would be priority number one for me you know, if I had a daughter and I had to tell her something about men specific, but more or less, it's just like the golden rule that you have to treat people like you want to be treated, number one. And number two, try not to carry any bad luggage from previous relationships into your new relationship. Give them a chance to make mistakes before you hammer them for, you know, things that happened in your past. Let's just give her an age. Let's say she's 18 and she's about to go off into the world. Oh, like my daughter. So the, is, that, is that what you've told her? She was a little wise beyond her years. So, um, no, we never really had that conversation and I'm sure we'll talk. Okay. Is the so, answer relative to knowing about men or knowing about men as it relates to relationships? Yeah, I would say as it relates to relationships. I think my number one advice for a daughter that relates to what she should know regarding men and relationships is they're fairly simple. And the less dramatic you are, the more likely you are to have a healthy and sustained relationship. So that's, I think I'm changing the question, but I think that's what the question may be leading towards because there's really nothing to know about men in general that wouldn't be applicable to like Eric alluded to earlier, all people. So I don't know what advice I would give my daughter, I and mean, there's probably a lot of advice, and a lot of it wouldn't be based on just the person being a man. Mm -hmm. um, but it would probably be, if it was, based on let's say she wanted a, a man. Um, I might say, find someone smarter than you. I think that's always good advice. That's at least one of the things I would say. No. But I mean, wouldn't you have to possess a certain level of intellect to even identify someone quote unquote smarter than you, thereby making you on the same level? No. No, I think people can generally tell if someone is smarter than I'm, they I'm are. hyper aware when I'm the dumbest person in the room. But that's not about men per se. And that's what I'm saying. Like the, It wouldn't be necessarily specific to because any rule I would want to apply to would be something that could be applied across the board regardless of gender. I also might suggest that, you know, look at marriage as a system that everyone keeps getting, keeps doing. And a lot of girls are on that princess pedestal. Where like, you're going to get married, you're going to find Mr. Right, blah, blah, bing, bada, boom, you're going to have kids, it's going to be great. Um, and then more than half the marriages end in divorce. Right. And, and other shit that doesn't even get mentioned in those studies, you know. I guess that's maybe a piece of advice I would give to my daughter regarding men. If 
you're dating and you find someone who seem who seems not happy, don't waste your time. There's no way they can make you happy if they're not happy themselves. So, and I, how hard it is to change somebody? If they're not happy, it's a loss. And if they're not willing, don't waste your time. That everyone's coming from their own different background. I think the most important aspect in any relationship is somebody understands who they are, but they're willing to amend and adjust. Right. That's the most important thing. So whether you're an atheist and I'm a devil worshiper, it doesn't matter provided we're willing to respect each other's pagan beliefs. Okay. So Mr. Cointel Pro, we're dismissing you. I don't think that I can give uh, one key thing. I would want to educate her the way I have tried to educate myself. So specifically, in an effort to educate herself, I would suggest a book called The Cinderella Complex, Women's Hidden Fear of Independence by Charlotte Colette Dowling. I would suggest a book called Countering the Conspiracy to Destroy Black Boys by Dr. Joanza Kanjufe. Okay. Understand if you're trying to actually start a partnership with somebody, you have to understand the perspective they're coming through and what they're going through. So another book I would suggest is The New Jim Crow, Mass Incarceration in the Age of Colorblindness by Michelle Alexander. My last suggestion to her as far as a book would be The ISIS Papers by Dr. Francis Cress Westland. These four books, I think, will give her a deep understanding of a lot of the challenges that whoever she decides to get with be facing in the future. I don't think she's going to have big time. She's going to be reading a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think you're a terrible well, parent. That, that would hopefully avoid her getting pregnant too early because she'll be, she'll be reading. in the house reading and educating herself. Book club. Now, now, if she marries somebody other than a black guy, do you have any book suggestions for those? Well, specifically, the Cinderella Complex. Take a personality test. Learn the different aspects of human personality, which goes across all races and sexes and understand yourself so when you try to find key formula which is find someone just as fucked up as you are and make it work your daughter's gonna have to marry stephen hawking <laughs> <laughs> i would suggest she get the book how to date uh, a militant dad by a crazed african and which in detail dealing with a nut job who thinks he's gonna raise a child with a book list you never know. You never know. I'm going to put all those books in the show notes so that um, people can, can find I, guess, I, I mean, I understand what he's saying. I guess what I'm what I'm alluding to is that I don't think it's going to be as simple as, hey, Dad, I need some advice. Just go to the shelf and then, like, a bibliography is not necessarily going to raise your kid. Like, you're going to... Let's say she catches you by surprise. Like, what's... No, you don't understand. We just caught Mr. Cointelbro by surprise. This is how he is. Oh. This is his default. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying is... <laughs> It's not that complicated. That wasn't complicated? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even pronounce some of the authors. You know what's interesting? The fact that this question has just resulted in everything about relationships. So the first thought that comes to mind with a daughter is who she's going to be with. If you have a woman who is in a household where the father is present, nine times out of the ten, she's going to want someone like that or someone exactly not like that. Because you're exposed to something and everything you come in contact to after would be your comparison. That's the defined baseline. That, that's why if he's not there, you can develop abandonment issues with every dude you deal with because in the back of your mind, your subconscious, which is a lot more powerful than your conscious, whether you know it or not, 
these are certain things that you're running over and over again, whether you should be or not. Does anyone have anything else to add to that? I could totally see why you'd want some younger people to answer these questions, because these are very nuanced responses. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, that's a well thought out. I mean, I think my answer wouldn't have changed regardless of what age I was. I was educated at an early age that happiness takes precedent before any and everything, so... Oh, my answer would be totally different at an early age, because I feel like... What would it be back then? Oh, it would be immature, whatever. It would be. Yeah, I don't, I don't think if I was 28 and you asked me this, this answer, I would tell my, my daughter, girls going wild is the way to go and party as much as you can. <laughs> but yeah, like, like I said, A, I don't think my answer would change regardless of what age I was. But maybe it's not for this podcast, but another question would be, if you had a daughter and she was a lesbian, what would your advice be to her in terms of women? Or still men, because we have to deal with men in yeah, general, because you guys are around. Um, Which is true. As a, a man, you would you don't necessarily know exactly how we have to go through life and, ha you know, having to deal with often being smaller and having to navigate. I, you know what? I'd like to change my entire answer based on that. Well, look at that. <laughs> my advice... <laughs> hey, it happened. My advice to my daughter, regardless of whether you're dating the man or not dating the man, would be know when to use, I guess, your sex appeal or know when to apply it and turn it off and turn it on. It's, I have a friend at work who's a fairly attractive woman. She's being told by other women, if you want to be taken seriously, you may want to tone it down. So there's another, she's just as qualified, just as educated, but because she's being perceived as a sex object and not necessarily anybody of valued intellect, she's actually doing herself a disservice by being attractive in the workforce. How do you tone down being attractive? You can wear stuff that's less form-fitting. 60 Minutes did a piece where it showed you in business, you get more money straight off the looks alone. Yeah, attractive people make over $200,000 more in their lifetime than people I, I, That's actually true. Turn that off. Attractive people make may make more money, but when you're working in a world of men, being attractive may not necessarily be what you want to be known for if you're trying to be known for. You may be given the opportunity what, because you're attractive, but what if your boss you wants really, to bang you? Well, you need to really delineate between attractive and sexy. If It's one thing if you coming into work dressing sexy, I can get that, but to tone down your attractiveness, that's... A, Tough thing for anybody to do. It's really not. Like, I, don't switch you. I mean, when I leave my house every day, it's really try. I, I try to tone it down too, but I'm just attracted. What's <laughs> exactly. I, I, I try to keep it as humble as possible, and it just doesn't work. Depending on who is attracted, you could wear a bag on your head, and they'd be like, "Yo, that bag is hot." So it's it's not really that. To HB's point. You should not be trying to use sex appeal at work because if you do, you can then expect some type of encounter. What if that's a strategy? And this is what I'm saying. Know when to use it. In every instance where you're dealing with men, there's going to be a sexual, there's going to be a component of whether he actually rules it out or rules it in. Whether it's the cop, the professor, whatever it is. The so, baker, the candlestick maker? All of them. So for you to not tell your daughter that, okay, maybe he's being extra nice to you because he wants to have sex with you and how are you going to be able to figure out one versus the other? Does he really like you or is he just trying to get in your pants? You know what this sounds like? This sounds like you agree with my initial advice. Which is? He's probably trying to get into your pants first, then figure it out later. No, and that's not, it may not be a first or second thing, just know when you need to apply it because if loosening your top button is going to get you out of a ticket, if I had the option to give my zipper a little pull down if it was a female cop and I wouldn't get a $110 ticket, you better believe by the time she got to the window, I'd be in my, in my shorts. A little penis cleave. You're going to get a bigger ticket than that. Peevage. Peevage. <laughs> if I could show my peevage and get out of the ticket, I would. You're human. If the cop is going to let you out of the ticket because he thinks you're cute, why not try to get out of more tickets by quote-unquote playing the dumb blonde role? 
So I would suggest to my daughter that she read the Height Report, which is a <laughs> national study <laughs> of female sexuality by sheer height. Okay, now, you're making up these names. If your daughter's not an avid reader, I am Mr. Cointelplow's daughter. Require more input. Daughter's name is Vicky. Basically. <laughs> you guys watched a small wonder? Come on, of course it. And Vicky uh, from uh, the move the Will Smith movie. Well, I think we should wrap it up by going around just so it's wrapped up in a bow. Be happy and be sexy when you have to be. Try to align with someone smarter than you. And I don't know the second one. Second one is don't watch Small Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Treat people like you want to be treated and um, don't carry your baggage into new relationships. And this is HB once again. And my advice is the real world. And unfortunately, many times you will be viewed as a sexual object first. So keep that in mind in all your interactions with men. And Mr. Pro. I would say to educate yourself yourself and whatever man you want to get into and, get and also get a get an e-reader and a library card <laughs> it's going to be a long 18 years being that guy done get a subscription to audible amazon prime at the baby show <laughs> yeah. nice. okay well thank you guys this has been wonderful as always and hopefully all the fathers listening have opted against having daughters no <laughs> let her finish her closing monologue go ahead jasmine finish thanks hey, stop interrupting go ahead that, jasmine we'll do that that's again. all right one day at a time and that's this week's roundtable like i mentioned last time we'd love for the guys out there to participate in our surveys for future episodes so just go to the contribute section of inside the to sign up Follow us on Tumblr, like us on Facebook, and tweet us with the handle ITMailMind. 